you know what? One of the I want to see it's the Morning Joe guy. I can't remember his name. Joe something or other Scarborough. Scarborough. Yeah. He early on made the claim that this kid, you know, crossed state lines with a gun illegally and shot like 60 rounds um, at different people. I mean, I'm just curious. So just generally, here we have a 17 year old kid underage said he bought an AR-15 because he thought it was cool. He drove across state, had his mother drive him across state lines. He appointed himself a militia <laughs> member. He goes around and he ends up unloading, what, 60 rounds, kills even it's even though it might be small why doesn't isn't he held accountable yeah. for being wrong about that because that screws up everybody else and and called it an assault there. rifle yeah of course yeah so i want to i want to talk a little bit about the some of the media stuff that happened prior to the the trial beginning now keep in mind this whole thing unfolded back in august of 2020 and so there's you know we're now a year plus later and so there's a lot of this information and some of the some of the statements I just wrote down that were that were claims about this thing from the media is that Rittenhouse crossed state lines, and that was like this big hullabaloo <laughs> because you know he didn't li- live in Kenosha; he lived in uh, the state next to um, right Wisconsin. Which which state are we talking about here, Mr. Producer? You could say Illinois. <laughs> I think that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Thanks for your help there, like, Ethan. Uh, no. So. He's he's really the estimates are right around like a thirty minute commute to Kenosha from his house, and the media was talking about how you know this kid didn't even belong in Kenosha and all this stuff. Well, turns out as we go over the details of the of the case that his dad and his father's family, his grandma and his uncles and his cousins, all live in Kenosha. That's right, and he visits his dad regularly, and he works in Kenosha. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's uh, yeah, because they were questioning him on how was how are you protecting your community? This is not your community, mm-hmm. which I will say upsets me because I live in Oregon, and if something goes down in New York. Mm-hmm. Damn it, that's my country. That's my community too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand what they're saying, but that's kind of weak to, in my opinion. It is kind of weak. If he's going out because he's trying to help and protect and, you know, any place in America, yeah. so be it. But here's the other thing is that if you think about it from the other side of like the protesters and the people who ended up rioting and looting and all this, a lot of those folks came from out of town too. Well, especially one of the gentlemen that he, you know, um, blew his arm off mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. he came from twice as the distance yeah you know and that doesn't you know they're not holding that against him mm-hmm. another and, and he had a firearm with him yeah yeah just and, and just you know so a those similarity will, those will be some good uh details when we get into it because the those a lot of people didn't even consider the circumstances surrounding that that very event that's right another one uh media claims that uh rittenhouse illegally had the gun made claims that he was 17 and not allowed to carry that particular gun, and in some cases made the claim that he uh, transported that gun across state lines, both of which turn out not to be true. That's right, and it is legal for them to carry, open carry rifles and shotguns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about for people under 18. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't have to like it. <laughs> so this is a problem that we have with so many mm-hmm. people is, you could be angry that the law sucks, but don't be angry at Kyle for following the law. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately for those people, this is the part that I kind of feel bad, is that you're wrong. That he's following the law. Mm-hmm. Whether you like it or not, 
too bad. Yeah. Yeah. And again, people didn't even even bother to check whether that claim was true or not. And if you don't like it, there are means to attempt to change laws. Yeah. So <clears throat> early early additional claims, they claimed um, a lot of the left-leaning, the MSNBCs, the uh, CNNs, I, ABC was on the list as well. The winners of the world. Yeah. They made some claims that Rittenhouse had murdered two innocent men. They... you. The pre, thing is pre-trial. Yeah, you can't even say that he murdered. You can say that he, you know, he's been arrested and charged with murder, but you yep. can't say that he murdered. That tells a different yes. story. It sets up um, these these ideas in they people's heads. They haven't even pulled jurors. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> so the people that hear that could sway their opinion of what's going on. That's right. And when they pull the jurors, it mm-hmm. could be an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's another one. Um, <clears throat> is that. Uh, is that they said that that Rittenhouse was a white supremacist. And there's no evidence anywhere that suggests that he had any ties to being a white supremacist. Well, to be fair, these days, you could be black and be considered a white supremacist. So why not uphold that? (laughs) That card was coming regardless. Mm -hmm. So I'm not even going to talk against it. So it's just it's just a week. It's weak now. It's yeah, it is. It's it's used on everything, you know. Somebody like, you know, wouldn't give their money back, you know, to them, you know, with the ice cream stand. Well, they've got to be a white supremacist. We're going to go with that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that's that's just they've used it out. Yeah. Sorry. Now the real white white supremacists out there are like can't nail it on me. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Right. These guys are idiots. Yeah. yeah. Another another thing was that the uh, the court the judge was was biased that he was. Um, so oh yeah, he he was sort of the guy who was uh, contributing to the uh, the white supremacy and um, systemic racism because the judge himself was protecting uh, and you know yelling at the prosecution and yeah. trying to control the courtroom on Kyle Rittenhouse's behalf, and of course these people are they're not even watching what's going on in court and they don't even know the rules of the court the right. judge is there to provide it, some yeah. <laughs> some rules to uh, rules of engagement within right. the courtroom well here's uh here's the racial the racial side of the uh the media bias because we have to have it yeah that's the first thing that occurred to me uh the, the the first thing that occurred to me after this ruling is oh well okay now it's just open season like if, if i'm walking around and, and i'm a white nationalist you know coward little kid with an AR-15, and I see somebody drive by with a Black Lives Matter bumper sticker, and I feel threatened, I can open fire. If I go by a youth group standing outside the local Target, and they're chanting Black Lives Matter, and I feel threatened, I, I can open fire. Paul, is the ruling today really a precedent, or is this the kind of thing that was always going to end up happening, and we shouldn't see this as a real watershed moment? It's not a formal legal precedent, Jason, but Make no mistake, Rittenhouse will be the poster child for reactionary white men who want to take the law in their own hands, who want to bring assault weapons to Black Lives Matter's protests, and who think that violence is a legitimate form of political discourse. Oh, so they're taking, so so he is admitting that Black Lives Matter is taking responsibility for the riots at the Kenosha. Oh, I didn't catch that read. That's a good point. And then we have Al Sharpton, I noticed. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's going to make it all right. I liked, so, I liked fat Al Sharpton. I think he looks sick the oh, way yeah. he looks Oh, yeah. This now. is crackhead Al Sharpton. Yeah. 
but now he actually looks. Yeah. You know, at least, at least he looks fat and rich. Now he looks like yeah. I got in trouble because I didn't pay my taxes. Your taxes, yeah. But so, but I'm go gonna, back go back to the the comment that this guy was was making, which is this is giving license to any white nationalist kid who feels like they can go around with an AR-15 and shoot at Black Lives Matter protests. How many people did he shoot that were black? Uh, let me check the numbers. Uh, none. How many did he kill? Uh, two. That were black. White dudes. And you know what? And the only guy that was black that he shot at, that he wasn't even trying to kill, but he was trying to freaking uh, eliminate him from kicking him in the face again. Mm-hmm. Well, he got lucky he didn't get shot. But I'm just saying is he didn't go around shooting any black people. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you... As dangerous as those AR-15s and how often they like to go run around at night and shooting people on their own, <laughs> that he could have easily went around and picked off a few black people on his own if that was his intentions. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to the shortened version of our show. If you want to catch the full audio episode, you can find it here or wherever you find your podcast. But if you want to see the full version in video format, you can catch us on YouTube, Rumble, and now on Spotify.